Why don't you put on a show and charge admission? What kind of show? I would say something with music and comedy. And murder. Now you're talking. Come on, old chaps. We got it a show to do. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Booch and Pat Show. It is Sunday, the 28th of June, and we're back. We are. We're here. Another Sunday. Another Sunday fun day for everybody to tune in, have a good listen, have some fun today. Um, As per usual, uh, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and I fixed it. I figured it out. We are back on iTunes. It is up and running. You can subscribe to us, follow us, uh, give us five-star rating if you like us, and if you don't, just give us a five-star rating. Get the five-star rating. So that way, <laughs> that way we can uh, climb the uh, the ladder, as it were, the corporate ladder of iTunes. The more five-star ratings, the more it gets out there. More yeah, published and we clearly need these uh, beautiful voices out in the world oh, for everybody to hear. We got tons of good stuff, good quality, everything going on. So, uh, before we jump into everything, um, you know, as as normal, our number is seven two four eight one five zero six six seven. Give us a call. Uh, also, Booch is manning our uh, chat room on Facebook Live, so you can uh, so you can comment, leave your questions, concerns, things you want to talk about. Uh, call us up; we're all ears. Also, this week we are we have ourselves a new sponsor. We have two new sponsors actually. Uh, for right now, in the bottom corner of your screen, you will see Kings Corner Public House. It's an English Scottish uh, soccer pub offering an array of different menu items in the unique setting, making its Jenkintown's best-kept secret. From fish and chips to shepherd's pie, you and your friends are sure to enjoy top-rated cuisine from their regular menu. So join us for their outdoor patio experience, a well-stocked beer list, a digital, uh, d- digital, a delightful family atmosphere, and monthly rotating menu with authentic international cuisines. Located at 603 Summit Avenue in Jenkintown. They are open every day at 11 a.m. Did they give you that to uh, say? That is one, yes. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> and I have and I have another one. for. So for right now, King's Corner is sponsoring our show for, we'll say, the first half hour, uh, depending on how long it's, our show goes. They sponsored half my load yesterday. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, yeah, you said you were... Uh, I was there for a couple hours yesterday. I was going to say, you were texting uh, me and a couple of guys in the group chat uh, that you were getting twitchy, because uh, as as the title of today's show is, it's Green Day. It's good. It's, we're in the green. We're in the green, so, and... And how are you feeling being in the green? I'm in the middle of, like, <laughs> I'm moving on to uh, the third day of a three-game homestand, like uh, like Rich says. Yeah, I've been out every Friday, Saturday. <laughs> Once my clothes are done, I'm going back out. <laughs> Get out! Because as I just saw, Mr. Mose is uh, tuning in right now, and he's also bartending at the VFW right now, so... Oh, he's bartending and listening to that's us? A, that's, the, that's the kind of pool we get. I, I like it. <laughs> We gotta find a way to hook up this feed onto one of their TVs so that they can watch it while at the bar. Yeah, I don't think they want to do that. They don't. They totally want to do <laughs> yes. that. I think that they do. Um. So yeah. So everything's back to being open. Uh. I had to work yesterday, so I only got to go to the VFW. Uh. But I know that you got to do some rounds. You said obviously you went to our sponsor for the day, Kings Corner. 
how is it there? Uh, I believe your sister was saying, like, because of 50% regulations, you guys pretty much had the bar to yourself? We had the bar ourselves, yeah. I think the, you can only have, like, five or six people at the bar. And then everybody else was patio or outside? Patio, outside, out okay. front, yeah. So we that was pretty nice just to take over the bar. <laughs> that must have been fun. Uh, how was uh, – I know you went to Buckets over the weekend? Friday night I did. Friday night? How did you – Manage that one. I managed. Yeah. <laughs> it was nice. It was good. It was nice. It, was, I mean, it must have been nice at least seeing everybody getting familiar faces back it. together. Got the band back together. There you go. Got That's Murderer's it. Row back together. Is it still Murderer's Row even though they did the upgrades? It's still Murderer's Row because you still got seats by Murderer's <laughs> Row. It's Okay. For our listeners, we call the group of seats right by the men's bathroom at Buckets. We call that Murderer's Row because we go there and we just get hammered and... Yeah, not actually committing murder. No, we don't commit murder. Just to your livers. But the but the player I have later on tried to commit murder, and we'll talk about him later on. <laughs> oh, boy. We got some stuff going. Well, we Bru- are, brewing we, for we today. We got some big stuff, man. Brewing for today. I like it. Uh, so let's jump into some things. Again, give us a call. Uh, phone lines should be open. They, they worked last week. They should be up today. Uh, leave us comments, questions, and let's dive into some things. So, uh... What was it? I guess I guess when we got off the air last week, uh, it was either late on Sunday or it came out on Monday that the uh, whole drama at Talladega for NASCAR with the uh, the noose that was found. I think it was Monday. Monday. It was Monday. Monday afternoon, right before, because they got rain delayed. That's it. Yes, they rain were... delayed, and then we were off Monday, so we were yes watching all the press conferences and now it, okay, couple of things, and it's been played out all this week, obviously. If you're hearing it for the first time from us, then you must be living under a rock. But a couple of things that we need to discuss here. Uh, obviously, the FBI got involved. Yes, uh, they, After all the people hyping this up and freaking out and saying that this is a hate crime, that this is this, this is that, whatever the case may be. Then they're saying it's been like that for a they, while now. They said it's been, that, that alleged noose has been in that garage stall since last fall. Right. Uh, and then the FBI determined that the noose was the end of the rope for the pull-down of the garage yeah. door. So they're saying it must have broken off. Maybe somebody cut it off and used it as a prank last year. I don't think so. I, I don't it, think somebody would tie up a noose like that. Just the times we're in right now. Why would somebody do that? So but, that's why I feel like... But again... Yeah, I don't know. But again, and my whole thing is, why... Like, if it's a pull-down rope, like, if... If it, if the rope's too long, why, why did why don't you cut it shorter or tie it something different? Why'd you tie it into a noose? Like that's that's bizarre. But if it was done like a year ago when people weren't as sensitive, then <laughs> right. And it was like they said, it was done a while ago. Um, Still, it's a and, but see, not and needed. It, and see, the other thing is uh, that it, it probably never would have um, become a thing. If it wasn't for... The uh, times we're in right now. Well, aside from the times we're in, but this was Bubba Wallace's garage. Yeah. Had it been somebody else's garage, I doubt it would have been a big draw. Absolutely not. And, and we, the, wouldn't not, we would never have heard of it. And and that's part of the other reason why the, the FBI got involved and debunked the whole thing is because nobody knows whose garage is who until the day of the race. Like It's, like, it's just randomly assigned. So he ends up with that one. And long story short, there you go. Uh, but that was a pretty wild... Uh, Wild story as that broke, and then, you know, there's a lot of people out there that were saying this is a hoax, that it's staged, that it's 
fake, that it's whatever. Yeah, a little publicity stunt to gear up for Talladega to yeah, get because, the ratings that day. Right, and because he was uh, like he changed over his um, decals of his car, so his car is now blacked out with Black Lives Matter all over it. Uh, I believe the front is a black man and a white man's hands in an embrace on the hood. Okay. Uh, so, like, all of this was I'm not a big NASCAR guy, so I didn't, I didn't watch the race or see his car. Oh, or I, I saw the car. I saw, like, you know, doing my uh, information search for everything, uh, but I didn't watch the race. But the one thing that did come out of this was former Philadelphia Philly pitcher Kurt Schilling had to throw his two cents in. And based off of adding his of two, of course he did. Of, and based off of adding his two cents, he has now since deleted Twitter. Okay, good. Instead of just deleting his tweet, he just got rid of all He's social media. He's an asshole. <laughs> Basically, I did not see the tweet, but I read about it. What he was saying was comparing to. Uh, there's a delay. You're you're definitely on. <laughs> So we got the cat in last week, and then we got Casey this week. Well, she's our producer <laughs> and the cat lady, so whatever. Producer? She she hides out upstairs until the show's over. <laughs> she's our biggest fan. Um, but the reason she's down here because she's heading out to a party. <laughs> Ooh, I like parties. I like parties. Um, so, uh, Kurchill, I didn't, I didn't see what the tweet said, but in a nutshell, from what I read, uh, basically he compared this... Bubba Wallace noose hoax thing to being staged by comparing Bubba Wallace to Jesse Smollett. If we all remember Jesse Smollett, he was the black actor that staged his own the, attack. Yeah, staged the knockout and everything. Yeah. So he was comparing it to that. That took obviously took on a lot of heat. People were judging him, going down, jumping down his throat, everything like that. That guy just doesn't shut the hell up. I agree. He it, is. I he, he's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> We're going back on the bitch train, huh? <laughs> well, I heard a lot of people say, like, I was talking to a couple people yesterday that were tuned into the show. They're like, all, all you do is just call people bitches. <laughs> I'm like, most of these athletes are. <laughs> I can't help that. <laughs> well, I, I also believe that it's not just the fact that you call them bitches. It's the way that you say it because it comes out of nowhere in context. It's like, well, you're being a bitch. <laughs> it's, I don't know. It's just the way that you say that word. It just sounds entertaining. But yes, people were commenting, oh yeah, we listened to your show. We weren't even talking about the show. You just said the word bitch in passing, and they're like, oh, I was listening, speaking of bitch, I was listening to your show. That's a, that's a, we got to do a hashtag bitch, and then people can tune in after they see that. <laughs> Good old hashtag bitch. How many people are going to be bitches today? Yeah. <laughs> Kurt Schilling's number one so far. He, yeah, he's up there. Uh, so, obviously, and uh, again, there's a lot of stuff in the world right now that everything has to do with the Black Lives Matter movement, the protesting, the rioting, uh, the equality, the, the justice for things, tearing down statues, etc., etc., etc. To me, and uh, again, that's not what this show's about. I'm not trying to harp on like political standpoints or all this other crap, but uh, it would be stupid not to talk about certain things. And uh, the one that that started coming up uh, this past week uh, reminds me of like the hashtag the hashtag to Me Too movement, where like every other day like a girl a, yeah, a woman yeah. was coming out and then this person slandered this person and it was it was just like nonstop. 
Well, now, with because of uh, trying to do equality rights and everything like that... I think I know where you're going with this one. Uh, you had brought up to me that the voice actor for Family Guy... The guy that's been doing Cleveland Brown for 20 years and even had his own spinoff that was on for four or five years. He has now quit the show Family Guy, stating that it should be a black man's voice instead of a white guy doing a black man's voice. And uh, Kristen Bell, she does, she does a voiceover for a... For a cartoon on uh, Apple Network. Oh, I didn't know. Where that. she plays a mixed race and she quit that show too. Then Allison Brie, she was doing a. Brie Allison? Allison Brie? Allison Brie from Community? Yeah, she yeah, yeah. she does a voice and she quit hers because she was doing a. She was playing a Vietnam girl. A Vietnamese girl? Viet- <laughs> Viet- a <yeah>. Vietnam person. <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> That, like, like I said, it's been a long weekend, my that, friend. That's like when we did. That's like when the Summer Olympics were on. It's like doing the parade, and your sister goes, "Oh, there's the Chinanians." Like, Japan, the, no, it's the, Japanians. 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 <laughs> it's like what the fuck are you talking about? Um, but yeah, and then uh, I believe Rich was telling us that the Simpsons are doing the same thing, where you got to be pretty much that color to voice that actor. Which when you're so is yellow the new so white? So when you're talking about the Simpsons, they're pretty. They're all yellow. <laughs> so everybody's good. no. I'm not even gonna make that joke. I'm not making that joke. Yeah, it's just. Uh, but yeah, so things things are getting weird. Uh, I'm a huge Office fan. You're a huge Office fan. There was an episode where Dwight did blackface. They pulled that from Netflix and a couple of things. Comedy Central said they will not play that episode ever anymore. I'm ch- when you told me about that, I'm trying to remember when was he season in- nine. When uh, I think it was like the Christmas episode. Okay. When he dressed up as like that German Santa Claus or whatever. Oh, uh, yeah. I I'd have to, well, I'd say I have to like go back and rewatch it, but apparently I'm not I I forgot about it. I forgot what he looked like. I I actually YouTubed it yesterday and it really wasn't that bad. <laughs> Well, and see, it just, uh, yeah, it but, see but to stick with that with that idea, which is the, the reason I was bringing this up, is because people are starting to I, – I shouldn't say people are being attacked, but it has to do with their history and, like, things that happened. So the new one is Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel is now taking a sabbatical from his show. So, it's A, it sounds like he's taking the entire summer off. He says it's to be with his family, spend more time with them. He's not quitting his show. Right. He just needs some time. He works – Way too damn much, yada 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 yada. Yeah. But this is also on the heels of, <clears throat> excuse me, of a video that he did that resurfaced when he was quote unquote in blackface doing an impression of Carl Malone. I Carl believe. Malone, yep. You got I it. mean, head to toe, arms, the bald cap, everything. I remember what he did at toe. And and at a certain, like, I mean, you have you have uh, millennials now and like Gen Z people, whatever they're, I don't know. That are just finding out about Tropic Thunder, calling Robert out Downey Jr. Robert yeah. Downey Jr. for that movie. Whereas you have like black comedians like Where Jamie Foxx. Wasn't he up for like a an Oscar? Yes. For that role? Yes. Yes. And then and you like, have, it's, but then you have comedi- and that was what like ten years ago that movie came out. Might have been twelve. It was it was right around uh, Iron Man. Iron Man came out in 08. So you're talking like ten years the difference. What's I mean it's just crazy. That was an Oscar winning performance he did. And now they don't even want to play it on TV. <laughs> and but then, like I said, dude, you have like the comedians like Jamie Foxx. That's like I stand by you. Like that's not that's not in poor taste. Like that is comedy. He did that's... the same thing with Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon had an issue with the Tonight Show. 
And see, that's where we're at. Where, where it was something, it happened a long time ago, too. Mm-hmm. It wasn't recent. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's like, look, I, uh, I'm not, I'm not promoting or condoning allowing racism. No, I, no, I think it, it's wrong. But at a certain point, like, like I think the one thing that somebody had said because they're getting ready to remove the Columbus statue in Philly. Yeah. It's like somebody had said, it's like if this statue from, like, a hundred some years ago that this person lived like. 500 some years ago is offending you you got bigger problems in the world it's like getting rid of uh, Aunt Jemima and all that and Uncle and their Ben fa- and their family want they want to well, keep that Aunt Jemima she made a lot of money doing tours with that syrup it wasn't like didn't hold her back that gave her the life she had a good life because of that I think <laughs> if, I think if I'm not mistaken the family stated that the woman that portrayed Aunt Jemima was the first self-made black millionaire yeah she made a lot of money. She toured the world. She did whatever she wanted to do because yeah. she was the face of this company. It didn't bring her down. It made her what she was. And yeah. now you're taking her off. You're taking her legacy away. It's Come weird. on, people. Let's there, go. There's a, We're being a little too soft. There's a, there's a <laughs> lot of weird stuff going on in the world. There really is. Um, but I digress. I, I, I just felt like that needed to be brought up because Jimmy Fallon – or Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Kimmel got uh, – like, like I said, his – his Carl Malone uh, impression, you know, that got brought up. And, again, I don't see anything wrong with it. I thought it was funny. I thought he's a decent comedian. Does stuff? I'm not a huge fan. I'm not a the, huge Jimmy Campbell fan. But, I mean, like, there's, there, there's a certain point. It's like, you know, there were things that were allowed to be said and done at a certain point back in the day. Would it fly today? No, it would not. But you can't just sit there and, like, bring it back up. I can't believe this happened. Or It's like... Look, world, you want you want the world to change. You gotta you gotta go with the punches. They're here. bringing up the littlest thing that's that's happened in somebody's life. Oh, you had a tweet in 2007 about this. Like, yeah, come on, people. Well, that's what happened with uh, Kevin Hart with the Oscars. Yeah, one of his stand-up things was you know talking about if his son was gay, he'd just beat him up for being it. And it was like that was like a decade before, and they brought that back up, and he never got to host the Oscars. So now it's just. There's just too many people in the world right now getting offended. There are certain things that make sense as to why. Like I, I totally understand and support the whole idea that you know we need equality across the board and we got to stop police brutality. Yeah, we're not saying yeah. But at a certain point, like I don't understand other aspects of looting, rioting, and getting crazy and being offended. It's like we just got to draw a line and move on. So because everybody's so offended, like we're going to get to the point where you can't even have conversations because somebody's just going to be offended by something. Yeah, no. Because the new, because what was the new one? You can't call, it, it's not the master bedroom anymore. It's the luxury suite owner, or owner, owner suite. suite. Owner sounds pretty bad too. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it, it's just, it's just so dumb. Like at a certain point, you got to stop with all the nonsense. But I digress. We shall move forward and on from this. Um, let's see. Didn't ask car, did Jimmy Kimmel. So, oh, um. Following up on the WWE, okay, because uh, this, you know, we do some of the WWE conversations and discussions and things like that. Uh, two things that were brought to my attention: uh, a, there's now a new uh, coronavirus spike or whatever going through the athletes. Or uh, can you, like, you know, I'm on the air. Why are you texting me? Is Eric listening to the show? I have no idea. No. Not that I can say. Eric, when you listen to this show, I hope you feel embarrassed. Don't text me at noon. Um, 
That's lips. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah anyway. I figured that. Uh, but so WWE, uh, they had a spike in coronavirus with some of their uh, well, wrestling superstars. They do everything down in Florida, do where everything. Florida is the you know that's the epicenter. That's, that's of the it. hot that's the hotbed right now. They're they're going to, they're start they're starting to shut down bars and going back into the red phase down there. Yeah, uh, they're shutting down restaurants and bars and stuff yeah, in, in Florida, California, Texas, Arizona. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. going back for round two. It's like Jesus. Well, they, they they those were the states that opened up way too early too. Yeah, somebody told me Florida opened up. Up like May first or something. Yeah, they went spring break early. That is that 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 is crazy. I mean, hey, it's probably gonna happen across the nation. It'll probably happen to us. But as long as we just wear masks, stay your distance, only you know high five or whatever the people that you are around, like us, because we live in this studio. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My uh, dad's over there. <laughs> <laughs> so just be careful. Be smart. Let's. Whatever. Uh, and then the second thing with WWE is uh, the their their TV show, like their Access Hollywood. It's called uh, WWE Backstage. Backstage. Yeah, it got canceled. It got canceled. Yeah. What? Okay. Well, we got our first caller on the line. So, all right, caller, you are on the Booch and Pat show. What can we do for you? Hey guys, what's going on? My name's Paul. Uh, Paul it's, it's from. Nice to hear from you. Paul yeah. from Jenkintown. How are we today? <laughs> nah, yeah, I, I live in Jenkintown now. I'm not from Jenkintown, but... First time, long know, time? Things happen. <laughs> What's up, man? What's going on? So, uh, I, 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 I'm very disappointed about the, the freaking uh, Chipper Jones versus Troy. Troy is the fucking worst. It's my language radio, people. <laughs> I, Okay, so okay for for those that are tuning in that aren't aware of what Paul is discussing, we haven't gotten to that part in the show yet, but we can chime in right now. Uh, Booch has started well, on bad. our no no no, no it's, it's okay fine. It's, it's, fine. It, it's okay hang on. Uh, so Booch started uh, earlier this week uh, doing a poll, and on on our Facebook Dude, feed. If, if you stick up for either one of those two people, I don't even. Okay, hold on, Paul. We got to let everybody know what you want to talk about. Chill. Uh, you'll have the floor in a minute. So the poll is basically trying to vote the most hated, villainous player, sports personality, what have you. Anything based affiliated off, with based off, anything Philadelphia hates, it's going to be on this. Y- yes. Yeah. So the way Booch has been breaking it down is, basic, I'll say player, but basically it's you know one player from each of the four major sports. So, so far we have Michael Irvin that won. Yeah. Uh, Scott Stevens. Scott Stevens. Ty Domi won today, and then you have Chipper Jones, who Paul just brought up. Yes. So, Paul, the floor is yours. Let's discuss uh, why you think it's wrong that Chipper Jones won yesterday. No. That's the wrong question. What's right with Chipper Chipper Jones is the right question. Okay. (laughs) Dude, Chipper Jones, I like, I actually... Kind of like Chipper Jones. Chipper Jones like played I, on I, a rival team. Oh, so did Aikman, but I, I don't. I, I, don't I couldn't stand Larry. Like, <laughs> I hate Chipper Jones. I, I don't know what the hell you just said, but okay. Uh, so so you think? I don't know what I just said. So so you think that Chipper Jones should not have won that round against 
Troy Aikman. You think yeah. Troy Aikman would be more of a hated personality for this pool? Pull. Uh, no, I don't. Actually, I I, I don't. I, I, I don't. No. I, if if there was another guy in there that I'm kind, I, I can't really think about. There's somebody you, you had to put somebody else in there. Other than Troy Aikman. Okay, well, to be fair, uh, and that that was a shot for Booch and Moser for him listening. To be fair... Uh, Moser's right here. Oh, okay. Well, again, so what, what you need to understand here, Paul, is that this is an ongoing uh, poll that Booch is running. We're doing it every day with... Every day, with four new people. names. And then once we're done the first round... Then it's all of those people are going to go head to head in against each other in a tournament so bracket be, style. So just because you don't like Chipper Jones or Troy Aikman and you think somebody else would be a better fit, just be patient. Like yeah. there, there's names going in there. So far we have Michael Irvin, Scott Stevens, Chipper, and Ty Domi. Michael Irvin, Michael Irvin, yeah. Um, I was okay you should look at today's. Now today's what Booch? Why don't you explain Mr. on Matt? the air so I that you? Mr. Met too. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you voted for Mr. Matt. I, I had Mr. Matt. Mr. Matt. There's no goddamn Hall of Fame for mascots. So, oh, today, maybe there is. so to, for today's poll, we have... If there was, it'd be freaking... Okay. All right, listen, yeah. you. Listen, listen. Paul, I'm telling you who we have on today. We have Jose Reyes, Magic Johnson, Tiki Barber, and Patrick Kane. Huh? So go on and vote for Patrick Kane because he's going to be my winner this week. <laughs> uh, I, I never liked that devil player, Patrick Kane. I always hated that. All right. <laughs> he was pretty, pretty much All right, all right, all right. All right, Paul, well, thanks for calling us up and giving us your two cents. We appreciate it. All right, I'll see you later. All right, you have fun. <laughs> see ya. Oh, my. Yeah. And you sure you want to go up there and hang out? We'll see what happens now. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, was uh, was he a little? Uh, he was a little toasted. Well, it is 12:30 somewhere. Yes. Here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, yes. So um, since Paul decided to bring that up, and we're in that discussion. Um, a little bit of backstory. So I assume that there's a reason that you wanted to do this for just for fun, shenanigans. Uh, for well, yours. Well, I saw who was it? WIP did uh, the go to Broad Street or whatever. Yes, and I do have that to talk about, which I I, I don't like some of the uh, well some of them. They did that little thing. I'm like, I need something better that, than that because we always do like, oh, who's the best player to do this and mm-hmm. who's the it always comes down to AI, Mike Schmidt, you know, all those names. I'm like, I want to come up with a new contest for our show that nobody's done before, that I've never seen. Right. I want to know who we hate the most out of everybody. Like, I, I'm trying to do all realms. Yeah. No, Football I know, I players know. from the last 25 years, 30 years. Baseball player, like I've had mascots, I've had stadiums. I'm gonna have announcers. I have umpires, referees. Like I just, I'm. It's going to be who we hate the most out of Philly fans. <laughs> now, now to chime in, like, you know, for more in-depth and stuff, uh, you you and I were discussing, like, you know, you put out feelers, like, all right, can you guys give me some names of, yeah, yeah. of some villainous guys, like people that we hate, and 
we were throwing out names, and then that's when I brought up, like, we do, like, just because they played for us doesn't mean they can't go on that list. So, I mean, eventually, we're going to have Scott Rowland. Scott Rowland's going on. We're I was gonna actually going to put him on today, but I I sort of wanted him to win because I really hate him, but I wanted Patrick Kane to win this week, so I, I sort of, I fixed the books a little bit. <laughs> Cooking the books, I Cooking see. the books. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Delightful. So Scott Rowland will probably go on tomorrow. Like I have Namdi, Namdi, Papelbon, yeah, stuff like that. Billy okay. Wagner. So oh, Billy Wagner. Forgot uh, about that. Yeah, I, I got. So, I got some. So there will be. Ooh. Now, mm, I was gonna say this would be a good one, but I don't. Nobody would vote for him. It would, like because it's not even that good. I was gonna say just Pete Rose, just for the sake of like the whole gambling aspect. But nobody. We, we don't hate him though. But nobody. But nobody hates him here. Like yeah. the only people that hate him are like the baseball who's. A, the who's who of baseball. It's like, he belongs in the Hall of Fame. Everybody knows that. And they just need, the sooner they get their heads out of their asses, the ba- better Baseball's off been a little tough because most of the players are going to be Celtics players, going to be Lakers players because we played them in a couple championships. Yeah. Lakers-Celtics, uh, been a long-time rival. Yeah. I put Kawhi Leonard on because he hit that game-winning shot that knocked us out pretty much a couple years ago. Yeah. The, the one name... Who said he was going to tear our hearts out after he beat us in 2001, Kobe Bryant? Like, I still like I, I feel bad putting him on the list. I don't think I can. <laughs> no, I got gotcha. you. Because I, I keep on looking because he's on my list of names to put on. I just keep on looking at it. I'm like, I can't do it. <laughs> so for those that are interested and, you know, that, you know, maybe are going to be listening to this on iTunes since we're on iTunes uh, or doing a playback or something like that. If you go on Facebook uh, and go to our group page, the Booch and Pat Show, uh, through there you can find like the the group that Booch created. It's called Most Hated by Philly Sports Fans. It's affiliated with our show, and you can see all the polls and everything that uh, Booch has got going on. And as it stands right now, Patrick Kane, <laughs> you sons of bitches, is in the lead with seven... To one. Oh wow, that went up quick. Uh, okay, that went up quickly. That went up quickly. Yeah, and there's a couple comments here. Patrick Kane is possibly the worst name ever. <laughs> I hate Patrick Kane with a passion. I can't stand Patrick Kane, and I really don't like that player with the blonde mullet on the Blackhawks either. <laughs> uh, and the worst part is, like, this was my idea. Like I, I, I was I wasn't even thinking about Patrick Kane it at just, all. It clicked in my head like two days ago, and I was like, oh, that would be a good one. And then like instantly after I said it, I'm like, and now I get to relive all of the hazing from when he scored the winning goal to eliminate the Flyers and not win the Stanley Cup. It's like, God damn it! Everything with this kid. I remember coming home from college. At, uh, like it was either the I think it was like the summertime. Walking into the VFW, like, hey, congratulations. For what? Oh, I heard you got drafted to the NHL. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's when it all started. I just and, then it got, and then it got fucking weird. It got so weird years later when he got in, he got himself in trouble with the taxi with cab. the taxi cab driver because he and his cousin drug him out and beat the crap out of him. His cousin's name is Jim Kane. That's my dad's name. I'm like, stop stealing my family's names. Anyway, I uh, yeah, I look at the comments. It's it's Sean and Jay and Eric and like. Yeah, they're supposed to be your friends, and uh-huh. <laughs> and they're not talking about the hockey player. <laughs> I know, I know. 
It's okay. Man, you might win the most hated <laughs> <laughs> by Philly sports fans. <laughs> I just felt like I had to throw a what's up. Like, what is up with that? Man, I can't get any love around here. <laughs> no love, man. None. Uh, so, yeah, that's your poll. So, go on Facebook. Keep uh, keep them going. Uh, how long do you see uh, this poll, the first round of polls going? Two weeks. Two weeks? You got enough to keep, keep you going that far? I got... Because then I'm, I won 14 names for uh, the bracket. Oh, that's bracket. right. And then, and then you told... Like, and then tell everybody that you're going to bracket it out, seed it... Based off of how many votes they got. Okay. So as of right now, the way it's going, right now the number one seed is uh, it's uh, Michael Irvin with 15 or 17. I think he had 17. But then everybody else had 14 votes. Okay. The other three winners had 14 votes. Okay. So I, I need somebody to uh. So you're saying there's a, so you're saying there's a chance that Patrick Kane could be the first seed. I've had this on for less than an hour. You already have seven votes. So <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> you. no, 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 not me, not me. <laughs> don't the get, hockey don't, player. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's let's clarify that one. Don't don't go dragging me into that. Well. They're voting based on you, so... <laughs> Bullshit. Uh, I swear. I can't catch a break sometimes. So, is that why you're being such a bitch? Let's move on, shall we? Um, so, uh, with some of the new dates, things that are gearing up, namely basketball right now. Right. Because uh, they already went... They already went to Florida now, or they're gearing up to go to Florida. They just all did their uh, tests. Well, I know, I know they did all their testing. I don't know if they went. I don't think. Okay. Their schedule came out. Their eight-game schedule came out. Okay, so the schedule came out, and gearing up for it. Obviously, the biggest thing that everybody's been thinking about is you got to get, you got to get ready for uh, mandatory testing. Right. To keep everybody healthy, keep everybody safe, uh, keep those in quarantine, still in quarantine. And it came out that 16 out of 300 and 302 players, 302 players, 16 came back reported which positive. Is, which isn't bad. I thought it was going to be a lot more, quite honestly. Well, the uh, uh, I think Adam Silver said it came out like that was roughly what they were expecting, and they said even though it's 16, in comparison, it's still a low number, but nobody's actually seriously ill. Yeah, no. So it's like, yeah, you have it, but you know, you're not. Showing like all the crazy symptoms and signs and you know the you know deathly afraid thing. I think only like 14% of people that had corona actually had fevers. So like okay. we could have had it. Who knows? Oh, I'm 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 90% sure I had it. Yeah, I'm pretty Who sure knows? I did. <laughs> I know I know my sister had it. Like she got she went to the doctor, all that stuff. She had it. She was in quarantine in her basement for two weeks. Um, but yeah, so. My guess is this was the first round of tests. So I, I'm assuming that that spike will go up a little bit more, I would assume. Because 16 out of 302, it's like, okay, this is just like the first batch of testing that they did. Like, I'm sure they're going to do, you know, a second round and a third round before they really get underway. I mean... They'll, they'll retest the players that tested positive, of course. Yeah. But I don't know if they'll retest the, the players that came out negative. I don't know. Well, no, I, th- I think that they will be. I think that's the whole thing is they have to do, you know, like, the ra- random drug testing and stuff. Right. Instead of this being a random drug test, I think that this is like, 
one of their things is where it's going to be a mandatory, like, look, we're getting tested on a weekly basis. Like, just because you got tested today doesn't mean you're good to go for the foreseeable future. Like, we need to keep the testing going because you're going to be in close contact and with it, other people. And it matters where, like, uh, where these 16 players came from. Are they all different teams? Are I, they all together? That is true. That is uh, one thing that uh, they did not announce was, uh, you know, A, who the players are. B, are, are they are they Sixers? Are they... Lakers, like who, like yeah. are they a mixture of people? Like who, who knows where these guys are coming from? Right. Um, but I'm sure, I'm sure, like this week or or whatever, it'll be broken that you know, oh, this guy had it or this guy had it. Baseball's been a little bit more free about announcing names that, with players. Mm-hmm. Baseball, uh, there's been numerous players that test positive. We have no idea still. Who. Yeah, they got a they got a tight lip on that. They, one. They, very tight lip, which is good. Yeah, there is HIPAA laws. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you gotta remember. I mean, these people still, you know, they're athletes getting paid a lot of money, but they still can have their privacy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, well, you got the like you said, you got HIPAA law issues that you got to worry about. Um, but when it, but but see, that's the other thing is, as far as like you know, let's say like the owner of the company, the NBA. Yeah. Like, you know, you have to disclose to your, your business, like, hey, I'm sick. They can't say anything, but your friends can, and they're probably going to be the ones that release all that information, what have you. Whereas MLB, everybody's just like, shut the hell up. Like, nobody talk, nobody do nothing. They've We're been not- pretty good. I mean, yeah. football has been – I don't think they started testing yet, but they're but they're, they're uh, head of players, uh, player association is pissed off because – you have teams out there practicing pretty much, and like the big name is like Tom Brady is having workouts with the Buccaneers players. Which I don't understand why um, people are getting so pissed off about that right now. I, I I honestly don't because depending on where you are, obviously Tampa Bay in Florida everything's open. You're allowed to. I mean they gave for now <laughs> they gave um, Deshaun Jackson a hard time for I think it was last week. He was out on a field out in California somewhere. Uh, working out, and yeah. we were giving him a hard time. It's like, it's like, look, these guys are trying to stay in shape. As long as they feel comfortable with, like, I mean, for them to go out and work out right now is literally no different than me going to my job on a daily basis. No, no, they're doing their job. That is their <laughs> job. Like, I, just because they are athletes, and these are the guys that they're going to be together. So it's not like they're training with Buccaneers players and there's some Dolphins players mixed mm-hmm. in. And they're with their guys. So if they have to get quarantined together. They're going to be quarantined together because they're Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Right, and again, that, that's that's where it gets it gets murky, where people make that weird, uh, uh, the weird assumption that's like, oh, you shouldn't be doing this. You should be in quarantine. You, it's like, look, these guys, this is their just stay like, in shape. They gotta stay in shape. Gyms aren't open, but I, they might be down in Florida or the other I, states. I'm no think. Tom Brady fan, uh, of course. But he's new to that team, so he has to get to know these receivers and stuff. They didn't have many camps or anything, so he's got to get yeah acclimated with these guys. Yeah, and that's the right word. You you did all right. Yeah, I was going to use a different word, but I'm like, I'll just go this way. Um, but yeah, that, that's that's because like I said, I, for me it doesn't bother me if they feel comfortable enough to be out there doing that, and they don't want to wear masks or whatever, that's their choice. That is their God-given right. It's not like they are. They're, they are voluntarily coming together to work out together. Yeah, it's they're not n- being forced. It's not like they are forcing this this workout, this whole idea, in like a supermarket. 
There's no coaches there. It's ten players. Right. Throwing the ball around. And I have no problem with it. I have no Appar- problem with it. But apparently people are losing their shit over it. I I know the, N- uh, t- the head of the NFL PA is. He's pissed off at him. Get over it, dude. Stop being a stop being a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be such a bitch. So uh, now we are halfway half hour in. Let me uh, give our next little ad some uh, show airtime. Okay. So, there we go. Uh, Lily's Indian cuisine. Lily's was created as a legacy for the woman it is named after. She cooked with passion and lived to see the joy it brought to people. We have put the same passion into every aspect of the restaurant. Welcome to Lily's, located at 726 West Avenue in Jagatown. We're open Tuesday through Sunday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Stop on in. Now, they did reach out to us, which I did not get a chance to um, get back to them. Uh, they want us to try their food. And I, I don't know much about Indian food, but I would try it. You were telling me chicken 45 or... 65, chicken 65, I, yeah, something like that. Yeah, well, so I, I, a bunch of people told me they have good, uh, good well, stuff over there. Well, we're gonna have to try it out. Definitely, definitely. This week, and you know, uh, hopefully, uh, everybody gives a shout to uh, Lily's. You know, again, because that's a new business. Because that, that for those that live in the area, pretty much opened up right before quarantine. Yeah, but they've been doing takeout and stuff. They've been doing pretty well, I think. Well, hopefully, that, hopefully. Yeah. Also, the same people, like, because it, they're. The ads that I have here for for both King's Corner and Lily's, they're, they're owned by the same people. Yes. So they were very interested in working with our show. We wanted to work with them because that's our whole th- that's our whole gimmick. So uh, go check out Lily's. Uh, obviously, they're closed on Mondays, but every other day, 11 to 10. Stop on in there and tell them the Booch and Pat sent you. The Booch and Pat. The Booch <laughs> and Pat show sent you. Uh, that way, we get our name out there. They know that they're. Their ad space is getting used, and people are getting a chance to like it. And that people listen to our show, actually. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have people listen. We, do. we, we average like a thousand. Uh, yeah, we average close to a thousand in a week. Yeah, it's it's been pretty good. It's been yeah. pretty good. That means uh, how bored are people? <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out because it's Green Day, so it's Green Weekend. If people are still listening this week, then we I think we're in the clear. I think people like it. Maybe. Who knows? I don't know. Uh. So, uh, sticking with the NFL, uh, more specifically our Philadelphia Eagles, uh, last week we reported that um, Dallas Goddard was sucker punched. Right. And since then, they have now caught the caught and arrested the... Uh, the little bitch. The, the little <laughs> bitch, yes. They, they did catch that guy. Um, I'm not going to put his picture up because I don't think that that's right. But uh, he's 29 years old, native to Sarasota, Florida. And worked as a car salesman for Wild Lexus of Sarasota. Which he did get fired from. That's why I said worked. I figured he was going to get fired. Yeah, like, I, I, mean, think, I think he got canned. He was charged with uh, simple assault, a misdemeanor. Do, do we even know why he did it? I, I, for, the, for the life of me, I still don't know why. Like, did Dallas Goddard bang his girlfriend or something? Like, I mean, <laughs> did you watch the video? I saw it, yeah. I mean, it looked like that there was already like a scuffle going on. Yeah. Like I like I don't know if like if Dallas was trying to break things up and then dude clocked them. I, I have no idea. Man, these people in North Dakota, man, they get wild. <laughs> I'm telling you, it beats the shit out of me why that that's a thing. But hey, whatever, to each their own. Uh, but at least uh, there is some, uh, I guess, 
justice for the guy, you know, yeah, for Dallas. Definitely, like, definitely. That ain't right. But uh, moving on, sticking with the Eagles, uh, it was announced earlier this week that, uh, well, on when, if and when, uh, Chris Long decides to officially retire from the NFL, he wishes to retire he as a Philadelphia to... Eagle. Yeah, good. Which He was only here for two years, but he loved his time I'm, here. I'm saying, two years here. That's it. He won his Super Bowl with the Patriots, and he, <laughs> hate, he, he hated his time there. And we might be bringing in his brother. Who knows? Kyle Long might be coming in. You think? To play guard. We need to go. Brooks went down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I keep forgetting. Kyle that. Long actually retired from the Bears because he did not want to play for Chicago anymore, but he said he would come back to any other team. <laughs> so... <laughs> Why not bring it in? Like, come on. We'll, bring, we'll, we'll have all the Long brothers here. His dad went to Villanova. You yeah. know, they, they got Philly ties. Well, I just think that I always find it to be a upstanding gesture when you see a professional athlete that was not drafted by the Eagles. No. Or, or, or any of our sports teams. Flyers, Eagles, Sixers, He spent his Phillies. whole career with the Rams. Right. Where he was very successful. Went to a couple Pro Bowls. Yeah. And came here and was pretty much a part-time platoon player and wants to retire as an eagle. That just says how uh, the culture that Doug Peterson brought in was people really dig what's going on there. I dig it. Where a lot of us when he was hired, like, uh, okay, <laughs> hold, uh, hold your horses. But he's doing a great job with what's going on. Yeah. And last year he had to deal with a lot of bullshit injuries and still did a decent job getting in the yeah, playoffs. Absolutely. I I, I no arguments there. I mean, the he, last two years, it's just since they won the Super Bowl, it's been injury after injury after injury, and they still managed to get in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So I give them all the credit right there. Well, fingers crossed. Let's hope that uh, this coronavirus and everything goes away soon. Let's, because hopefully, because as it stands now, football's still on track to be starting as it's supposed to. Maybe we'll see. I don't. I mean, obviously, no mini camps and stuff, but we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully the time traveler out there that's uh, screwing up everything can uh, just erase this. They already erased the murder hornets, so yeah. why can't they erase this? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was the thing you see on Facebook. It's like, oh, I totally believe time travel to be real. Somebody's clearly going back to the year 2020 to fix everything, where everything started. Yeah. And they're, it's like, oh, you fix one thing, and here comes something else. Murder hornets are going. Awesome. Now there's a tick that if you get bitten by, you are now allergic to meat. How the fuck is that a thing? You get bit by an insect, it rewires your insides, and you become allergic to meat. I just hope I get bit by a spider and become Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing your luck, you become Man Spider, the other where he actually turns into a spider, giant walking spider. You have like eight arms. Yeah, I'm not cool with that one. Ah. <laughs> uh. I, I can't wait for this year to end. I really, really can't. I just want to... We're only halfway through it, dude. <laughs> I know. Still got another six months to go. I know. It sucks. It sucks. But I digress. We shall move forward. Uh, sticking with NFL, though, um, the one thing I saw was it, they're looking to put tarps in football stadiums, like in the, the lower section. I guess the closer you get to the field where, right. where your players are and stuff. So I guess they're going to be tarping that off. Um, talking with Rich, and in our group chat, you know, A, the tarps is probably a, like a safety thing for the players on the field so that if anybody has it down there, they're not transmitting it to fans, assuming we have fans. 
uh, and vice versa. But at the same time, Rich was saying that uh, it's possible that, A, it's a safety thing, but if they're green tarps, maybe it'll be like CGI like people in the stands. I don't know what they're going to do with it. Because they, they already did say, didn't they say, was it, it's one of the sports that said they're going to be uh, piping in uh, crowd fanfare. Football was talking about it. Was it football? It. Well, Joe Buck brought it up. Yeah. I remember they, there, there was discussions about that. So if, if they're already dealing with that, then I wouldn't be shocked if uh, they try and toy around with the idea of like CGI players or something. It's like, But again, it gets back to the same thing that we've, had, we've been saying since this whole thing started back in March. I don't care if there's not fans there. I don't. Like... It looks like we, you know, we were watching highlights of uh, the Pocono race yesterday. Yeah. That ke- uh, Harvick won, and he was like, you know, it's weird being here because right. there's nobody to celebrate with. He's like, I feel like a seven-year-old with too much energy, and it's like, I, I'm gonna Not go over guy. here. Yeah, exactly. Like, and that's what it is. But at the same time, for people that are into racing, for NASCAR, it's like, I, I they don't care that there's nobody there. It's like awesome. I get to have my race. College I get to football watch it. will be weird without fans because college football they they live off the fans. True, with all jumping the, around with and, all of your cheerleaders yeah. and the the marching band and the well, fanfare. Like you have a hundred thousand people in their stadiums. They have bigger stadiums in the NFL, and those stadiums get loud. Now, um, when it comes to college football, will they? Because because it's a school. It's not it's not the NFL. It's not like a big business. I mean, it is a big business, but because it's a school, like. Are they? Because ha- I haven't heard anything about it. Have do, do they have plans set up on on time frame? Like, is it going to start on time? I've they. I have not heard one thing about college football yet. Okay. Because I would assume because it's attached to a school because and all schools closed I, down. Quite honestly, I've been looking at what the pro sports are doing right now, so I yeah. haven't even looked in to see what they're doing yet. Okay. So we'll have to. We'll have but to, nobody really knows what's. Nobody knows what's going on. Everybody's just going. It's a guess. Just, just uh, we're just day tr- by day. Just trying. We're yeah. we're figuring it out as we go. Exactly. As we're, they say, as we're they say, in it together. As, as they say, we're we're in this together. Yeah, I can't wait until that's done. That keeps on saying, I'm gonna jump off the roof. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you've been trying to jump off the roof since uh, Halloween. Well, I tried to get Moser to push me off the roof. <laughs> um, I was a lot of alcohol that day. <laughs> You know, that was the last time I shaved. Just in case, that, like, if I broke an arm, I could, you know, frame one for attempted murder. <laughs> you hear that, Sean? I, I know you're listening. Uh, yikes. So, um, let's jump into baseball a little bit here. Obviously, that's the big thing that everybody's been twitching about, like the big conversation. Will they, won't they? Yeah. Ross and Rachel, like, what's what's happening here? Um, so the biggest issue was whether or not we're 70 games. No, 60 games. Then the copy uh-huh. girl comes in and yeah. screws it all up. <laughs> yeah. We were on a break. Yeah, That's all were, this was. It was just a break. a break. They're just on a break. <laughs> so, uh, so finally, MLB top brass said, we're done. We're done negotiations. We're done. It's, it's, we're it's done. Time, it's time to go back to work. Time to work. Here's your schedule. This is how it's going to go. Let's go. And then uh, and then it comes out that uh, you like they started allowing uh, opt-outs. Yeah. 
So they without punishment, I should. That's the key thing. True. You, you can opt out without being punished, without being penalized, whatever the case may be. So basically, the way that is, and if you look at our ticker tape down here, you'll see that somewhere in there uh, it says that the MLB is allowing players that are. I forget how they phrase it, but like close quarters, living with somebody, like you know, a pregnant wife or spouse, um, you know, children with breathing disabilities or right. or something or some yeah. some type of ailment. Uh, they're allowing you to opt out. You'll still get paid, but I think you'll get paid on a, a like a stipend instead of like the whole full thing or whatever. But at least that uh, frees up like okay, now people have options. But one of the people that have options, tear. I shouldn't say tears. Uh, turns my head right to Philadelphia Phillies. Zach Wheeler. Zach Wheeler. Your thoughts, my friend. It sucks. Cause I, well, congratulations for him for having a baby and all that stuff. I understand that, hey, family comes first, all this. But me as a Philadelphia fan, we're only dealing with 60-game season. So we need – pitching's going to be a big part of the 60-game season because – you don't need a five-man rotation. You can go four men. And so it's going to be Nola, Wheeler, and Arietta on top of that. Right. So that's what we were hoping for. Nola being Nola, Wheeler being what we got from the Mets, hoping he was going to be that guy, and Arietta showing up seeming like he cared even a little bit this year. Yeah. But if, if he's gone, then... And again, this is all this is all hypothetical. I mean, it's I, all, I, even, I, though, even though I'm not a person for what-ifs... This is actually one of those times that I'll allow what it's like. Well, what if what if he plays? Well, what if he doesn't show if up? If he doesn't play, then you have to. Hey, Spencer Howard, it's your time to shine now. Yeah, minor league guy. We're gonna have to pay him sooner than we thought because what we like to do is keep him in the minor leagues for as long as possible, so we don't have to pay them. Right. But Spencer Howard, it's your time to come up. Right. Because we're already gonna have to bring up Alec Baum's gonna have to be on the roster this year. Just because we have the universal DH now. Yes. Just for extra bad in there. Not even the place... Which I'm, to... I'm interested in seeing how that goes. Because uh, it's that's been a topic of discussion for years. Forever. That, Forever. Uh, that, you know, we need to... Everybody needs to switch to a DH. Just, like, the American League's got it right. Everybody should just do that. National League should just follow suit. And it's like, no, 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 no. We're not going to do that. Oh, yeah, well, maybe. Oh, we like... No, no, Coronavirus is making it happen. Yeah, so I'm curious to see how it works for this shortened season and then what that means for next year, if they stick with it or if we go back to baseball as usual. Well, that's – we got the CBA coming up. So uh, if, yeah. if they like the universal DH, I think they're going to stick with it. Yeah. But that was a good thing about having – trading for Jay Bruce last year. Jay Bruce? Yeah, Jay Bruce. <laughs> yeah, Jay Bruce – He's going to be a perfect DH for us. Yeah. But there's also a name out there that I've been saying for like two weeks now. Hold on, hold on. Let me make sure I'm paying attention. All right. Okay, I, I think I'm hearing everything clearly. Uh, go ahead. Yasiel Puig. Hmm. Free agent out there. Had a great year last year. Got traded around. Hit 28 home runs, I think, last year. He can still field. He can play DH. He's a free agent. You get him on a two-year deal for fairly cheap. We have the money. Go out and do that. I'm not. I'm not going to say I'm in favor of it. I'm not going to say I'm against it. 
I'm kind of torn. Uh, Tweed's an asshole. Don't get me that, wrong. That's he is an asshole, but he can play. <laughs> I, no, I understand he can play, but it's it's the it's the on the field, off the field antics that he creates. That's why I hope Joe Girardi is the kind of manager that no nonsense manager that will just hey shut the hell up. Right? No, I don't be no. a bitch. <laughs> Am I going to have to make that part of our soundboard? Probably. <laughs> Don't be a bitch. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's that's an interesting topic. And let me uh, stop you there. Let me stop for a second so it, I can throw this out because we've been on for 56 minutes and I haven't done this since the beginning of the show. Uh, give us a call. Our number is 724-815-0667. We already heard from uh, Paul from Jankatown who sounds a little tuned up. So give us a call. Give us your thoughts on uh, the designated hitter. Uh, moving forward, give us a, your thoughts on uh, Booch's poll. Give us a. <laughs> that sounded so wrong. That's what she said. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's just move from that. Uh, uh, give us your thoughts on uh, Booch's idea of bringing in Yasio Puig. <laughs> Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and iTunes. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Give us a five-star rating. Uh, on Facebook Live, Booch is manning the uh, the chat room right there. All questions, concerns, things you want to talk about, shoot it his way. We'll bring it up. Going back to Yasio Puig. Yes. Uh, talented. I'm not going to argue that. Uh, like you said, Joe Girardi being a no-nonsense guy, trying to um, mold young minds, fix – Troubled players, I, you know, maybe maybe he is good for that. Maybe maybe he's above that. Maybe he's like, you know, I'm Joe Girardi. I, I came from the Yankees. Like I'm not I'm not in the business anymore to try and mold people. Either you fall in line with me, or we're we're gonna have issues. I don't know who he is as far as when it comes to being a Phillies manager. Right. We will find out. Um, but that's an interesting topic as far as uh, Puig. It's a name out there. I heard the Giants were interested. That's mm-hmm. like I think they're the top contender for Puig. But if you're the Phillies, you gotta make that phone call. You gotta check in at least, because 60 game season, every game's almost a playoff game at this point. So you gotta check in. No, I agree. I agree. Um, and then I have one more uh, uh, Phillies topic for you, unless you had some other items. No. Uh, so this moving right along. This had made some waves. Uh, I shouldn't say waves, uh, but this became a topic of discussion over the last couple of days and as you'll see on our screen in a minute uh that would be the andrew mccutcheon baseball card i i sent you that yesterday yes and i i was reading up on it because um uh steve carlton commented on it saying like that's probably the coolest baseball card ever made it's it's a very nice throwback like to olden times of the phillies but obviously it's mccutcheon so, oh, you do have the graphic yes, up there. Yes. All right, cool. I made sure to – I wanted to bring that up because I thought it is a sharp-looking – it's a sharp-looking baseball card. Because, I mean, how often – like, like when we were kids, we collected baseball cards. Like, you had a fucking stack, like your book. Just uh, no, I, crazy nonsense. Probably had over 100,000 baseball cards. I'm not going to even lie. Where are they? Yeah, that's why she's sneaking out the door. We're not talking about it right now. <laughs> 
That's all right. Basically, they're not even really worth anything. Well, that, so. and, that, and that was the uh, the ongoing thing as far as when you were a kid. You collect the baseball cards. It could be, you know, oh, I got the Griffey rookie card. Or I got the oh, Mike Schmidt. If I had the Griffey rookie card, then I would have been I got, the, I got the Mike, Mike Schmidt autograph mine or whatever the case may be. Um, and everybody had their their uh, their card of choice, whether it was Tops or um, what was the other one? You had a uh, Diamond Club, I think. Where there was a di- Those are the ones I think they hand out at the stadiums. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I feel like there was a like there was tops, and I feel like there was one, the other one began with an F. Like I don't want it. Like obviously it's not Fila because that's like a soccer thing, but I feel like there like because there were always two. I forget. Somebody let me know. Booch looking it up. But anyway, I'm also curious to know if uh, kids today are still collecting baseball cards, like. And quite honestly, like, do they even make like, where do you buy baseball cards? Like, uh, you had Stadium Club, Upper Deck, Fleer, Fleer. Fleer that's yeah. the one I was thinking of. Donruss, Pacific, Pinnacle, and Bowman. Bowman was the big time, old time, like the Mickey Mantle card that yeah. was worth so much money. Yeah. See, I growing up, I was a uh, Tops and I was a, Tops, Tops yeah. and Fleer. Those were mainly Tops, but I was. But I'm curious to know if there were if kids today. Are collecting baseball cards? Do they still have them at like drugstores? I don't know. I have no clue. Like I, mean, I know, I know that uh, in at least in Jenkintown we had the Swap Shop. Swap Shop was around for a while. Uh, I mean, you could get them there. I doubt they do it anymore. But uh, what was it? Um, the comic book store. Yeah. Where you get all your like? Yeah, I don't I, know. I, if I that forget was. the name. Uh, I forget the name, but I'm pretty sure that Brave like, New World. Brave New World. I'm yeah, pretty I don't sure. think they had baseball cards. I thought anymore. they did. They did. Oh, they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about back in the day. As far as today, I don't know where you could go get baseball cards. I'm thinking maybe drugstores have them still. I have no clue. Where's there a drugstore aside from like CVS? Well, Walgreens and Rite Aid. Well, that's what I, yeah. So I have no clue. But, but they like used to go up and you see the candy and baseball cards right next to it. Yeah. Or you're buying like. Uh, some type of candy or something with, and it, like the cards come with it. Yeah. Like I right. don't think they do that for kids anymore. I don't think so. Like, do they still put like prizes in cereal no, boxes? Everybody wants the Pokemon stuff. I don't. I don't. Anyway, I digress. Our producer's making a lot of noise. Sorry. I don't hear. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah. So anyway, I thought that was a uh, really neat baseball card. That a lot of people were talking about it. And it just sparked my interest because I'm curious as to uh, where you'd buy them or if kids are even collecting them anymore. Yeah, no clue. My kid's going to collect them. I'm going to have to figure that out, but my kid's going to collect them. There you go. Getting, He's going to collect He's gonna collect uh, baseball cards, pogs, CDs. He's going to have a DVD collection. What, are you going to be a 1994 or something? What a great year. <laughs> <laughs> Um, good times, good times. <laughs> yes, good times. And then, um, even though we were toying around with the idea of gearing up to get ready for um, sports bets, sports betting and all that, we're figuring out names and whatever for a little segment. Uh, but for this week, I do have um, two things to bring up, and then we can jump into athletes in handcuffs, sports history, and then wrap it up. Call it a day. So, uh, as far as your uh, Vegas odds, your locks, overs, unders, whatever you want to call it, whatever you want to follow, when it comes to the Philadelphia Phillies, the over-under is 31.5 games. 
Now, a lot of the reason that's coming up is because of the conversations that were happening with the Phillies last year. It's like they came out of the gate looking really good. First 60 games are really yeah, good. And and because this is a shortened season, like this could benefit them, like everything like that. So I'll, my question to you, over under 31 and a half. I think they're over. You're gonna go over? Yeah, I think and they're 35. How many, how many games are they playing? 80? No, they're playing 60. 60. Whoa. I'm, I'm my own. I, I don't know, dude. I don't know. Um, so you're going to go over on 31 and a half. Okay. Um, I'm curious to hear what everybody else thinks. Yeah, yeah. Chime uh, in. I mean, I, I'll go over. Yeah, I'll, I'll go over. I'll take the over on that. And then I did not get this graphic in time for the show, but I have it on my phone. So for everybody at home that's watching, here's your uh, bar stools. Barstool Bets, and they have it uh, listed, and we have it on our fa- uh, Facebook page. So we have it listed as uh, the first Astro to be hit by a pitch. And Springer. They, and they got a whole bunch on here: Bregman, Cora, Altuve, Springer, uh, Brantley, Alvarez, Reddick, etc. So Springer is plus 450. He's he's the leadoff guy. They're going to beat him the first uh, first at bat. There you go. Over. You don't think they'll wait for all two then? No, they'll go with the, with the number one guy. Springer's right up there. I, under, I understand what you're saying. I, th- I honest to God, think whoever they end up facing, I think that they will send they'll a message. They'll hit all They'll hit them all. <laughs> <laughs> just, just one by one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, let us know your thoughts. Uh, leave us a message or whatever. Uh, we got a. It's 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 nice being able to talk about sports gambling again. Yes. You know, like getting ready for football season with the pools and everything, like pick'em pools, Super Bowl pools, block pools. Uh, moving on, that that that's what I got for that. Uh, and then you're all set with. Uh, I am. Okay, so real quick, I have this set up for you. Okay. So I think this will. Let's see. Let's see if. Uh, oh, that didn't save. Oh, man, I'm already screwing up here, guys. Uh, we're going to gear up, and I got something a little special for Booch's show today. So, uh, no, you don't need your siren. I got it. No, I'm, I, I have my stuff. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. So, uh, let's get ready for uh, Booch's Athletes in Handcuffs. This week, we have Yuget Yerbina, and people pronounce it different ways. This is the way I keep on hearing it pronounced, mm-hmm. so. He was born February 15th, 1974, in Car- Caracas, Venezuela. Throughout his baseball career, he played on six different teams, made two All-Stars, won a World Series in 2003, was the NL Saves leader in 1999. But... After his baseball career, some weird stuff happened. In September 2004, Urbina's 54-year-old mother was kidnapped and held for $6 million ransom in southwest Venezuela. Urbina's family refused to pay the ransom, and and an anti-kidnapping unit rescued her in a military-style operation on February 18, 2005. (laughs) Wait, 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 dude. 
I love this segment. There's so many weird shit. So many so weird she, stories. She was, she, so she was pretty much kidnapped for six months before they even cared because they didn't want to pay $6 million or okay. get anybody else involved. I, yeah, I was going to say. I mean, I, I, $6 million is a lot, of money, a lot of money, and I don't got it, but I got to get somebody involved because that's a human being. Then shortly after that, six months after that, on November 7, 2005, this is the one everybody knows about. Urbino was arrested in Venezuela on a charge of attempted murder for an incident occurred that for an incident that occurred on October 16th. Urbina attacked five farm workers on his property whom he accused of stealing guns from. He was uh, yielding a machete and attempted to pour gasoline on them. <laughs> I do remember that story. On March 28, 2007, Urbina was convicted of attempted murder and sentenced to 14 years and seven months in prison. He was actually released December 7th, December 24, 2012, just serving seven years of that 14-year sentence. So he got out for good behavior? Yeah, pretty much. That's attempted murder. With a machete. <laughs> so what are, you, what are you implying, that you can just run away? It's just crazy. No, I don't. Who, who tries to kill somebody with a machete and pours gasoline on people? I'm going to go on a limb and say Michael Crazy Myers. Crazy people. Look at his picture up there. He looks freaking nuts. <laughs> this was a quick one. This is uh, not as much as what's been going on in the last couple of weeks. That's pretty much it. With Okay. Yeah. That, that was just the crazy part of him going after people with machetes. Respect. I, well, I mean, not really. Uh, okay. So let's get into uh, my little segment. So uh, let's go back in time with this week's Sports Rewind. Before you do that, uh, somebody came up and said, I wish somebody would kidnap Patrick Kane. <laughs> that would be our friend from New York. <laughs> oh, the Mets fan is talking? The Mets fan. He Really? Oh, good for you. Yeah, you, you want to give me a hard time? You really want to give me a hard time? Yeah, I piss excellence, motherfucker. You piss off. <laughs> Jesus. Wish somebody would kidnap me. I'm going to remember that, <clears throat> Mr. Met. All right, so let's go back in time I'll, with this I'll week. I'll pay top dollar. <laughs> with this week's Sports Rewind. All right. This week in sports history, 1947, future baseball Hall of Famer infielder Jackie Robinson steals home for the very first time out of his 19 times in his career as the Dodgers beat the Pirates 4-2. to two. It's insane. Stealing home 19 times in a career. He's uh, a hell of a player. I'm actually wearing my Jackie Robinson later on. So. Uh, 1963, Philadelphia Phillies' Johnny Callison hits for the cycle, but Philly center fielder Tony Gonzalez's error ends his record 205 consecutive errorless games. Johnny Callison from Jacobtown. Yes. Uh, 1968, Joe Frazier stops Mexican challenger Man Manuel Ramos in second-round TKO at New York City's Madison Square Garden in his first heavyweight boxing title defense. 1971, Philadelphia Phillies pitcher Rick Wise no-hits the Cincinnati Reds and scores three of the four runs when he hits a two-run homer, or when he hits two home runs for the Phils to win 4 nothing. 1979, Heavyweight Muhammad Ali confirms that his third retirement is his last retirement. Muhammad Ali? 
Who did you say? Yeah. Heavyweight Muhammad Ali yeah. confirms I his third retirement. I a little uh, picture of him, too. Confirms that his third retirement is his last time. He is retiring for good. It was not his last time. Uh, 19... This one... This one I loved. 1981. The longest game in professional baseball. Mind you, it's this week in sports history. Yeah. The longest game in professional baseball. The the Pawtucket Red Sox finally beat the Rochester Red Wings 3-2 in 33 innings. Well, that's a quick one. The game began April 18th. Oh, my God. <laughs> 1981, John McEnroe's famous You Cannot Be Serious rant uh, in the first round win over Tom Gullickson at Wimbledon. 1988, Mike Tyson KOs Michael Spinks in 91 seconds in Atlantic City. 1988, Cal Ripken Jr. plays his 1,000th consecutive game. 92, the U.S. Dream Team beats Cuba in the fir- uh, in its first exhibition basketball game. The score, 133-57. to 57. Yeah, they just dominated. 1994, led by Hakeem Olajuwon, the Rockets dominated the 93-94 season, setting a franchise record of 58 wins, taking them to their first NBA championship to win against the Knicks four games to three. 1997, despite an AL record 19 strikeout performance by Randy Johnson, A's first baseman Mark McGuire hits a massive 538-foot home run in Oakland's 4-1 defeat of the Seattle Mariners. 2003, Barry Bonds steals second base against the L.A. Dodgers, becoming the first player in Major League Baseball history to have 500 career homers and 500 steals. And lastly, in 2007, the NHL draft marked the first time in NHL history in which American players were selected with the top two picks. That's when... Patrick Kane was selected by the Chicago Blackhawks, and the Philadelphia Flyers took James Van Riemsdyk. And that concludes this week and in sports. And on the poll because Patrick Kane's on today's <laughs> poll too. That concludes this week in sports history. And somebody needs to kidnap him. <laughs> <sighs> I swear <laughs> on everything that is holy. I swear. So, thank you all for tuning in. We appreciate it. Another successful uh, show. Another successful show. Thanks for uh, Paul calling in. Also, uh, reminder, check out King's Corner in Jenkintown. Check out Lily's Indian Cuisine in Jenkintown. Both of them have uh, websites. They have information on Facebook. We're going to be running their information uh, for the month of July, for the next four weeks. Um, also, check us out at BuchaPatShow.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and get to iTunes. Check us five out. Five star, five star. Five star that bitch. Get us going. Get us all the likes in the world. Also, uh, we have a name for the Cornhole Tournament. We're still figuring things out, but it is the Tailgate Classic Cornhole Tournament. That will be coming sometime in September. Stay tuned. Until then, have a great week, and enjoy the rest of your Sunday fun day. See you.